Hello, this is Tyler Davidson, uh, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. Welcome to our Meetings Today podcast. We are taping here at ASAE's annual meeting and exhibition at Chicago's McCormick Center. Um, and joining us is uh, Senior Vice President of Meetings and Expositions for ASAE, Amy Ledoux, who uh, has a huge part in making all this happen. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate it. Sorry for my conference voice, but we're on the last day of our meeting here, so uh, uh, that's one of the things to go, but happy to be here with you. you. That means you're working hard if your voice is going, right? Either that or talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you tell um, the audience uh, what it is you do for ASAE? So I um, oversee a team of nine folks, and our role for ASAE is uh, managing all the logistics, all the contract negotiations, and um, uh, the business partner sales for exhibits and registration and customer service for our meetings. The things that my team does not oversee are learning, which are taken care of by our learning department, and the marketing. So um, we have about 45 face-to-face -face meetings, so those are the meetings that myself and my team manage. And, uh, and I got to say congratulations. Uh, you had more than 6,000 attendees, which I think is probably a record for the annual. So you must be doing something right there. Well, uh, yes, this annual has been awesome. Uh, Chicago is a great location for us, uh, obviously being uh, the city where uh, we have the second largest concentration of associations. Uh, so we did have over 3,500 association execs and uh, almost 6,100 total participants. So. It's been a great turnout and the city has done a great job to support and kind of really deliver a great experience for our attendees. And it's not over yet. Not over. <laughs> and you have a lot of repeat attendees this year too. I think uh, yeah. your CEO, John Graham was saying yesterday. Yeah, we have um, usually uh, for most of our annual meetings, we have anywhere from 25 to 30% first time attendees. And at in Chicago, we have 30% of our folks that are here so that means 70 percent are keep coming back <laughs> and so i mean it was such a, a large conference and it, it actually it's a lot of the people are people who plan these types of conferences uh, and associations a lot of times you know half their annual budget could be made from a conference so it's high stakes um so i mean what are some of the challenges you face well, I think, you know, the annual meeting, like most organizations, annual meetings are more general in nature, meaning that any role that a person has in an association, we have content. So if you're the government relations person, the meetings person, marketing, uh, learning, we have sessions for you. So, uh, but uh, the majority of CEOs that are here, as well as those that help uh, develop, plan, implement, um, and communicate about meetings are here. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I mean, people look to us to be a benchmark in the industry as to what are, uh, you know, trends and ways to deliver content, uh, the way we set up lounges, uh, the types of speakers we have, uh, the 
um, areas where people are able to network. Like you saw our hive, which yeah. is for newbies are 30% right. of our new uh, attendees. So I actually, just when I was coming in to talk to you, I ran into uh, one of our attendees that was looking in our lounges to get ideas for her own meeting. So uh, yeah, we, we try to make sure we deliver uh, new and different things each year. Not everything is new, but um, people look to us for that. And a big part of this also is the uh, exhibition too. And so that's uh, one of the core uh, responsibilities of your job. Yep. What are what are exhibitors looking for? I know there's been a lot of changes on that end of the business in the last uh, few years. Yeah, well, uh, of course, we love our business partners. They um, help support the event, of course, uh, by being here and participating. What they want is to connect with the folks, the association folks that are here at the meeting uh, because they provide products and services for associations to help serve their members, whether it's technology or business services. So that's a good portion of our trade show floor. About 40% of the exhibitors are either technology or business mm -hmm. services, and about 60% are hospitality. So convention and visitors bureaus and hoteliers. So of course, those folks are looking um, for folks to bring their meetings to their destination or to their hotels. Um, so, and with being in Chicago, uh, obviously Chicago is showcasing their destination um, by helping us deliver this event. So, um, and the trade show floor was obviously a buzz this mm -hmm. year because uh, of the number of attendees that we had. But um, so that was really good energy on the show floor. Exhibitors have been very positive, seeing some of the comments and talking to some of them. Um, uh, they felt good about the people they saw. And what are some of the things exhibitors are asking for these days? Um, you know, our audience, a lot of them are association planners. And uh, what should they be thinking about when they're uh, courting uh, exhibitors? Well, I think one of the things, one, customer service, data, um, you know, our, our exhibitors want to know who's here so they can identify prospects. Um, you know, they don't want to reach out to all the attendees. They want to see which attendees have needs that they obviously can um, help provide solutions for. So uh, more information, you know, exhibitors always want more data. Right. Um, Technology is such a huge part of it uh, yeah. now. Huge part. Um, but also, I think um, they want us to deliver a good audience. They're paying a lot of money to be here. Uh, so they really look to us, the organization, to deliver what we promised them. And that yeah. is, you know, whatever audience. So uh, with us, association professionals, and many of them being CEOs, um, final decision makers, um, kind of the quality of people. But I'm seeing on the flip side, our business partners, our exhibitors are doing great things to attract people right. to come see them. So um, a certain part of it is, is up to them yeah. to hold up their end of the bargain. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Not be standing in their booth texting, right? To yeah. be engaging. And so, you know, some of the exhibitors um, 
one of them had service dogs and for every person that came by they made a donation mm -hmm. to the specific charity uh, so people liked that it got traffic to their booth that's they interesting so csr is, is come to the exhibit floor now yes yeah it and uh but and that also helps provide good energy on the floor and it's interesting, too, because you don't really, um, your job doesn't really handle the learning aspects of it right. or the education. But a lot of time that now that bleeds into the exhibit floor, too. Yeah. Well, and this year we did do, you know, because, yes, we want our folks to obviously walk around the trade show floor because of who's there. But also, you know, some people might be able to get what they need to get done in a couple hours. Mm -hmm. So just providing options for our attendees. So having some content. So we uh, put our express talks, which were 20 minute uh, talks, kind of just quick um, bites of information. We don't want to draw people away from our, you know, from the exhibit hall floor, but certainly having those, we had four um, that we delivered in the hall each mm -hmm. day. Our hall is open two days. So we had eight. We thought we would try it this year okay. because sometimes our exhibitors say we really don't love that competition, but it's it, it brings people in and it makes it vibrant and you know there's stuff going on right yep. and it gets people um gets people into the hall that yeah. food and yeah. you know beverages and a lot of the uh, exhibitors were serving a lot of food and beverage and doing things um in their booth to um attract attendees as well but the content on the show floor was good it was not the prominent aspect of the trade show floor but yet it allowed our attendees to make that choice and you're probably like a lot of the other industry associations and their uh events their annual events and you're trying out new things right uh, yeah, but you don't want to change everything because, right. but again, I think it's really important. You have to have options. Some people, um, and we provide that. So the different types of learning formats, like mm -hmm. we have deep dives where if you really need to dig into a topic and you don't know much about it and you need more information because perhaps your role now requires you to do whatever that is, then we have those type of topics, you know, in that type of session. Then we also have our, um, like I was talking, the express talks. Maybe you just want a little bit of information. Right. So, and then there are obviously, um, you know, and, and a lot of times the different formats, people say, oh, do you do that for young professionals? Just different formats do not just apply to young professionals. People have different learning styles, attention spans. Yeah. So again, provi providing um, choices is important. And then um, now, you know, while you mentioned that I, I think ASAE might be heading into their centennial uh, soon in 2020. Yep. And I'm sure, you know, there's uh, people expect uh, certain things at the annual, but you guys have just mixed it up with XDP that which I think is entering into its third year now that's correct yeah <clears throat> and that's going to be what in April at uh the Gaylord National uh in the DC area right correct Gaylord National Harbor in uh, National Harbor Maryland and third year and that event um was really created it it's specific focus you know we have 
conferences that focus on specific job functions and topic areas like our membership marketing conference, um, our associations at work, which used to be called our finance and business operations conference. Those are conferences that people that have you know, marketing, membership, um, roles within their organization obviously would attend to kind of get up to date on that topic. So XDP is for those that plan, develop, design, deliver, and communicate um, uh, information about meetings. And just as you started us off uh, at the beginning of uh, the podcast was talking about the importance of meetings to associations. Mm -hmm. So they're important for a lot of reasons. One, revenue. A lot of times organizations, uh, meetings, actually one of our board members indicated that meetings and events bring in 70% of their organization's wow. revenue. Yeah. So um, that is not the case with all organizations, right. but usually uh, it is. They usually, are at least probably like about half would be a pretty. Yeah, uh, that fair, membership yeah. are yeah. kind of key areas, and so um, that's one reason why meetings are important to organizations. But also, they are the opportunity for members to engage face to face mm -hmm. with the organization and with each other. And so um, it is important to kind of provide that type of forum. So XDP was really um, a, an opportunity and an event that was created to break the mold right. of what traditional meetings are, right? So really to try innovative learning formats. So in the past, it's been a very immersive learning format Format that we had in a 52,000 square foot ballroom and people rotated by topics and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I was that there sort. for the first one. It yeah. was quite interesting. Uh, you had uh, how many different speakers at one time yep. in, a, in a rotating theater and around, I yes, guess that would be. Uh, exactly. We had five speakers speaking yeah. from one stage um, at the same time. Uh, and we utilized headphones on specific channels. Right. Yeah. And then comboed that, not just having speakers, but then people having table conversations, exactly. digging into the topic. So we did that format for two years, but really the whole name experience design project. It is a project. Uh -huh. It allows us to continually change the event up um, as the needs of associations change and what they need in meetings. So this year, uh, we're changing it up. We're actually taking our business exchange, which is the opportunity right. to meet with our business partners. We're moving that up into the ballroom environment. We're using the exhibit hall for a learning environment. So that's different because mm -hmm. we want to showcase how you can use space differently. Right. Just because it's an exhibit hall doesn't mean that that's all you have to have there. Um, and also we're changing it up to really help uh, showcase how to bring experience into your meeting at every aspect. So even on the um, in the business exchange, uh, working with our partners so that they are delivering experience like I was sharing with you. 
you know, one of either doing food and beverage or one of our exhibitors this year doing service animals. Uh People like that. It gives them an opportunity to engage. So we want to do different things. So organizations can come see experience um, and then see what they might be able to implement back in their organization. It's like a laboratory. It is a laboratory. (laughs) That is exactly right. And you're experimenting with a new price structure this year, right? Yeah, I'm very excited about that because this event does give us the opportunity to try new and different things. And so um, this, uh, our pricing structure, as you mentioned it, as our CEO, John Graham, announced from the stage on Sunday, that we're allowing people to basically name their price. Yeah. So we're not making them pay he for the event. He didn't just spring that on you, did he? No, he didn't spring. <laughs> How about I sprung it on him? Yeah, you <laughs> It is an idea that takes a little warming up yeah. to, but you never know. It is a great case study for us to see, who knows, we might have people that feel the value of the event is more than we might have asked for Uh the event. So we also had a booth on our trade show floor about XTP so people could come talk to us about it. We had awesome interest. So we already have um, over 500 people signed up for next year's event. We're very excited. People are thrilled. They're going to bring your teams. Our board actually said it is our job as ASAE to make sure that associations take their largest kind of PR um, opportunity, face-to-face meetings, and help showcase different things that they can do. So they are very much um, behind XTP, the whole philosophy behind it, and this whole pricing structure will be able to kind of share that story too, how we're um, uh, delivering and implementing that. But a lot of folks budget is a concern. So we're okay if people pay $0 for Uh this event. And I think we're going to ask the question, if you were able to pay, what would you say the value was? And maybe people say, but my budget didn't allow it. We'd like it if teams of four people, five people were able to come. And that is what happened the last two years. Uh Almost 50% of the attendees came with other folks from their organization. And that way, everybody who was working at the organization and on your team looks at the meeting and the event through their lens and their job function. And therefore, the opportunity to implement and the success is much higher than one person going to an event. So taking that price barrier away does allow teams to come. So um, we're excited. Uh, We budgeted accordingly and look forward to kind of sharing those results when we're all said and done. What what sort of unique challenges does that bring? Does that enter into like maybe... uh, how do you make sure people actually show up if they yep. sign up or, or does that enter into, I don't know, room block issues or attrition issues or? No, I I, I don't think the hotel um, scenario really plays in, but this is part of the experiment. Yeah. Uh, kind of mapping out how we're going to check in with folks. So yeah. 
we're registering the folks that actually said, yep, I'm in, I want to participate. And then we're also going to give them the opportunity uh, to share the link with their team mm -hmm. uh, through October 31st to go ahead and sign up um, as well. If we didn't put some type of deadline on it, everybody yeah. would sign up on April 10th right. for the event, <laughs> April 11th. So, um, but doing those check-ins and saying, are you still in? And instead of marketing to folks, we'll be sharing new and exciting things as we are confirming speakers and things of that sort. So really the mindset, just letting people sign up. Now we're sharing just information about the event and get jazz. So, yeah. um, kind of releasing that information, I think will continue to engage folks. Um, and then I think we might be perhaps like a hotel or an airline and maybe do a little overbooking knowing some people might not show up. So right. anyway, well, it'll be interesting. We'll uh, make yeah. sure to, I'll check in with you and see how it's going. I am sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, you know, we're getting back to the uh, the mother organization. You guys, uh, I think 2020 is, is the centennial. Yep. 2020, we're in Las Vegas at oh, Mandalay Bay. Oh, what a place. Bay. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to have a 100th anniversary, uh, Las Vegas is a good celebratory place. Uh, uh, location and they are very engaged, very excited. Have you done it in Las Vegas before? We, it has, um, actually I, I did look up and, um, we really, uh, there was one year that we were in Las Vegas, but it was back in the thirties. Really? So it's been a long time, but Las Vegas has also changed. You yeah. know, they, they really do welcome and embrace meetings before it really was big really and big a, meetings. Yes. Yeah. Right. We're a town that was more a gambling town and that type of thing but now meetings are very important to their business and they're looking to um, encourage uh, organizations and the size meetings that ASAE has um, mm -hmm. five six thousand seven thousand people because you know in Las Vegas one hotel yeah, can exactly. manage yeah. um, and that's exactly what we're doing and having our full meeting at Mandalay um, so we're we're excited about that. Uh, the Las Vegas Bureau and our friends at MGM are uh, looking forward to having us since exactly we haven't been there forever. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, it, it, that's Las Vegas is always great for attendance, too. I mean, I, I've covered a lot of these industry organizations and they will position their attendance numbers sometimes as this is the highest attended show we've done outside of Las Vegas. Yes. That's what a big draw of okay, Vegas good. is. Good. So. Well, uh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> and since we're having such great uh, numbers, obviously, here in Chicago, we do think um, attendance is going to be great. And I think people will want to celebrate the industry with us on yeah. our 100th anniversary and we're not celebrating how old we are we're celebrating you know a brief look on the past but yeah. also really future focused and doing a lot with our research and uh what's ahead for associations yeah that, that is really amazing a hundred years yeah i i mean it it hurts <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so probably getting close to wrapping up here. What in your job, what sort of advice can you give to uh, other people, whether they're association planners or not, who might do something similar? What, yeah. what, what are your words of wisdom? <laughs> 
um, my words of wisdom would be, um, don't be afraid, afraid of change. Uh Um, because I, I think everybody knows, and I don't need to say it. Um, but we are in a world that is ever changing. Um, and so you need to embrace that. You need to listen to your members, create events that, um, uh, are memorable to them, um, give them what they want, but also surprise and delight them. I know people overuse that, but really, if people have a good experience, a good learning experience, networking experience, then they will come back and mm-hmm. uh, they will be more engaged with your organization. And I like to think of our our meetings as really almost theatrical productions. Right. You know, like, so we everybody has the same meetings year after year uh types of meetings but that doesn't mean the event itself it's like you come on stage and every time you deliver that meeting it's a new audience so um keeping that in mind keeping things fresh and even just implementing small ideas Mm -hmm. that have um big member and attendee um impact um, many of those do not have to cost a lot of money and keep those in mind and um, just do it. <laughs> Excellent. Great <laughs> advice. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for joining us. Sure. Nice to be with you. Nice to be with you and uh, good luck on XDP and the next uh, ASAE annual and the, the big old uh, golden anniversary coming up. Yep. We're going to be in Columbus next year. Looking forward to Columbus. I'm, li- I'm looking forward to that a lot myself. Yeah, People are going to be really excited um, to see what Columbus is all about. So yeah. Really- they're they're really going to re- get the whole city working on that. I yep. think more than a lot of places. Their team has been very engaged with us and um, they are they are really going to deliver um, an awesome meeting. So looking forward to getting started and planning that. And where can people find out uh, more about that uh, meeting next year? Yeah, um, the meeting next year. So if you go to asaecenter.org and go to our events, um, we don't have our registration open yet, uh, but certainly you got to wrap this one first. Yeah, right? we got to we got to get through this this. And people are kind of like, hey, let us just enjoy the success right? of this before you, you start selling. Take a day next off year. after yeah. this is over. Exactly, but believe me, people hear from us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. This has been a Meetings Today podcast here at ASAE's annual meeting and exposition at the McCormick Center in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. Thank you. 